But here's yeah. the deal. It doesn't have to be a nonprofit. It doesn't have right. to be... It doesn't have to be like some charity that's, that's you know, American Heart Association and all these things are doing great things. Hey, be passionate about pouring into your kids. Yeah. Be passionate about being a coach somewhere and influencing somebody. Be passionate about like tutoring at your kid's school. I mean, be passionate about something that is doing good for someone else and not yourself. What's going on, D? Not much. What's happening? You tell me. What the business is. <laughs> <laughs> All things are good. Are they? Ready to go? Yes. Let's go, man. I mean, I got some energy today. Let's let's get this. All things going. are good in your world. Yeah. All things are good. All right. So for those of you that are listening right now, you may be confused. It's not actually Monday. This is not a guest interview. This is actually a roundtable. This is Monday. And Darren is joining us. Yeah. On a round table. This is Monday. Welcome back. Yeah. It's good to have you. Yeah, you miss me. It's good to have we your uh, your Tyler. wisdom, your perspective, yeah. your white teeth. Yeah, it's good Tyler to have all calls the me all back. the time. I said, we like, just I miss, miss you. you. Yeah, just, you just leave me there by myself. I can't, I can't do this by myself anymore. <laughs> He's just so dumb. <laughs> oh, uh, but man, it's, it's good to get the three best friends back together, you know? You know, I agree with that. Yeah. Sometimes I question if... If he thinks that we're the three best friends still. Who's he? Why are you saying hey. he and not at me? Hey, na- hey, name a better friend to him. Oh, wait. <laughs> name a better friend oh, to Darren? No. Yeah. And we are two Darren. Oh, well, that's, that's oh, what I'm saying. Wait a minute. Wait that's a what minute. I'm saying. Hold on. Oh, wait. Darren, oh, yeah. seriously. I- I'm, I'm not joking right now. <laughs> Which one of your friends calls you if, nine times if a day? You gonna, if you were going to power rank your friends, <laughs> if you were going to power rank your friends, why would we be one and two? Why wouldn't we be? Why wouldn't? Why would we be? Why would? Why would you? Yeah, tell me why we'd be. No, I'm asking you. Why would you be? Why do you think you would be? I just. I mean, I'm loyal. (laughs) I'm there for you. Okay. Uh, Do you love me? I would say. I love you. You love me. I would say Ben makes your life easier yet harder on a daily basis. Actually, you know what? No, he doesn't. Three, four, five months. Actually, we barely even talk. No, during the week. no we what? don't. No, uh-huh. unless we're it's here doing the pod, okay? we don't talk. No, are you guys really. okay? No, no. Not I just, really. I just know. I, I like. I'm being a good friend. Yeah, I'm giving him. A sp- I know that there's 1,900 other people. He's not using that word, yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm his brother. Yeah, and <laughs> and I know how many directions he's pulled in. So I'm uh, trying to give him the space. No, it's been. You know, look. We always we try to get rid of that word busy, but it's been. Uh, Crazy time for active. all of us. It's been very We've been active. For Look, sure. I've been known active. you six years now. That's yeah. and I know there's a lot of people that know you a lot longer. Uh-huh. But I've known you six years now. I've never seen you like this. I've never seen any all of us are like this, though. So oh, honestly, yeah. we we're, we're all here at this point. But yeah. you know, there's some things that for me, just personally, there's some things that are bubbling up that needed some attention and it yeah. we're there. Well, I'll just say I'm like a jealous girlfriend. Mm. You haven't been giving me the attention I need. Oh, ben, <laughs> get ben, Ben's the guy oh, standing wine. outside in the rain, looking inside your house, literally and metaphorically. <laughs> well, why? Tiffany's looking out the yeah. window like, who's this fool? Yeah. Quite that- literally, I've been outside your window, <laughs> longing for you to come back to me. Speaking of, you know, I, I don't want to get off topic, man, but I, there's, there's no. We topic. haven't picked a topic yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to go down one. But I know there's a lot of dog lovers out there. You don't have, actually. You do have a dog. We do. Tied, don't I don't you? know if it's I wouldn't count classified a as a dog technically. How big I would is count it? A, a well, large four and a half pounds. It's four and a half pounds. That's so Jeez, funny. That's yeah, got a haircut, so it's four pounds now. So that is so funny Ooh, that you have a four pound dog. A four pound. Yeah. Is, is that considered like a dog? Like that's what I'm saying. I don't know if an owl can fly through the night and grab your your animal. That's not a dog. Yeah. If we could take them off. If 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 it cannot literally cannot be trained just because it doesn't have the intellectual capacity to be trained, it's not a dog in my opinion. So therefore, wow. mine is not a dog. Damn. I don't care how small it is, but if your brain is so small, see, I oh, think dogs are Animal smart, lovers right? are coming. They're I love, coming. No, no, I love coming, dogs. I love it. dogs. But I've got a hot take on dogs. When 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 dogs and gerbils breed, I wouldn't consider <laughs> <laughs> technically. I, I've got a hot take on dogs. Highly overrated. Oh my Living God. with a dog is an overrated thing. You know what we should do is we should, have, we should have an episode where we just fire off things at Ben 
on and see if we can get him to say anything is underrated. Underrated, exactly. <laughs> I don't we know if I've ever heard him say, dude, you know what's I, highly underrated? underrated? No. Yeah, that's really actually good that mm. I enjoy in life? Yeah. I've True. never heard him say that. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't heard him say that. I mean, either. I can think of some things, but I'm just saying own, owning a dog is overrated. It depends. Yeah, it depends. It depends on your life man, situation. That's, 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 that, that's would you broad, agree? No. It's no. a broad stroke, I was going to go down a road, but I'm like, they're not overrated. They're not overrated. They Tell me what is so great about living with it's a dog. It's the companionship, man. Yeah. It's the fact that your dog is always forgiving. Yeah. And that was what I was going to say today. Like, it doesn't matter what happens with my dog. My dog's name's Kane, and it doesn't matter what happens to him. I could yell at him. He could rip something up, and I just go at him and blah, blah, blah. That dog, next five minutes later, he's right up on me. Come set his head on your lap. On the head on the lap. Like, man, I got you, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've got that's a human baby that's that does the, the same in, thing. In real terms, that's my role dog. Yeah. Like, he is there. He's forgiving, man. It just, I, I was just going to say this today because, you know, last night he was outside. We were gone all day long, right? You know, come home, man, and you could tell he's outside, and he just looks at me through the window, got these sad eyes. And I walk outside, and he's all over me, and I'm like, man, see, this is what. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get the, he doesn't give you the, Where I thought you were going to be home at oh 5 o'clock. You didn't well, tell me. You, I, you told me you were going to be home at 5. It's, yeah. it's 6.30 right it's now. It's cold out here. It's cold. Are, are you venting right now? Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this code? <laughs> No dogs say that to people, do they? <laughs> I mean, it's never happened to me in any other situation look, in life. Look, but. look, I'll say this about dogs. This is a, cl- this is a classic case of You know what it is. You can't this love. This is a classic case you can't of love. something that I, I have never haven't had. experienced, yeah. and so I'm, but I think I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I haven't had a dog since I was 12. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, this is a classic it's all, case it's of all life having an opinion on something I don't know anything about. Hey, tell yeah. the truth, though. What? You got bit in the ass by a stray dog That's a one fact. time. <laughs> That's a fact. It wasn't right? a stray dog. It was a quote unquote tame. It was a tame dog. It was a, it was an owned. And pet. where did they bite you in the on the ass yes. cheek, right? In the booty cheek. So it's been since that point. <laughs> I, I really know. am scared of dogs because of that moment mm. when I was twelve. That's the reason we yeah. feel this way, then. Yeah. 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 You can't feel the love. Past trauma. Yeah. I get it. The experiences you went through. <laughs> what that feel like? Was your ass bleeding the whole time? No. Were you like rubbing your I, ass? They probably ground? didn't even break the skin. Did it break? Oh, you told but me you it was like so much trauma. to rush into the hospital. Probably just barked really aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> you just felt your booty Yeah, cheek. I was in the hospital for like six weeks. <laughs> I, I lost, I was paralyzed in my left leg. It was crazy. Oh, oh all right. Anyways. Anyway. I do love to clarify. I, I'm mm. with you. I, I want a dog. I want a real dog. Uh, and I can't, can't wait. Can't you know what? I'd that. actually, I think I would actually, that. if I was going to get a dog, yeah. I would actually lean to the four pound gerbil. No, version. I'll not. say this though. Anyway. My wife like is in love and it's a good dog. And I, I joke about it. It's a good dog, but like this dog literally sleeps like in my wife's neck. Like, oh, wow. on, At like night? it curls up. It's literally a ball like this big uh-huh. when she sleeps. And like, she's like a little, little baby. And like my wife gets baby fever. She loves babies. Right. And that's why mm. we had three and fours because she wanted another baby. Um, Mm. And this kind of gives her a fix because it literally just curls up whenever, just climbs up. And really, she is super low maintenance except for the package. Aren't you afraid you're going to step on? Craps and pees all over the house. Oh, those dogs are quick. They can get out of the way. No. Tyler, middle of the night, just happens to get out. We're talking about about elite athletes like Gronk (laughs) just stumbling and bumbling. (laughs) It's your boy in the house. Yeah, I would say fullbacks are the lowest, least athletic people on the field. So, oh, you think, wow. You think we don't need to have a whole wow. conversation. Less athletic than like wow. a, a, a D tackle. When I think of a fullback, I, or I a think, left guard. I think, like, I oh. think Gronk, actually, when I think of football, like, I like to football. <laughs> That's what you I think, think of. of when we think of a fullback. Anyway. When your experience, are fullbacks not usually more of the intelligent players on the field? Yes. I would say that very intelligent. Like you know, yes, I, I think the fullback, center, yeah. are going to be quarterback. I would say of that course, yes. are going to be your 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 yeah. the smartest guys on the field. Yeah, yeah. you'll have heard yeah. the phrase "you laugh, uh, bec- or else you would cry." I, I laugh, or else what's that? So they say? I laugh so I don't cry, or yeah, what? something like that. You ever heard that phrase? Anything like something, something like that? that. I, I just can't. That's what I think. That, that's what we're doing right now. We're avoiding. <laughs> The, topic. the world. <laughs> yeah. What's going on in the world right now? Yeah. Because it'll just make you cry. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what we're talking about specifically, obviously, is is the current world events, the the war in Ukraine between Ukraine and Russia. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know how much you're following it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren, you said you have a friend. Yeah. Who's originally yeah. from Ukraine. Yeah. That's going through it right now. His family's there and he's going through it. He and his wife are going through it right now. And they're, uh, you know, I just didn't know. Look, you, you hear about things on the news, you watch, you know, whatever channel you tune into. And you see all the, you know, what's going on with Russia invading Ukraine. And, and, and you can't get perspective because you're not there. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear, you're like, oh, my God, you hear the stories. And it, what saddens you is when, you, when I watch and I see their kids. their kids and all that saddens you. But then it's like, okay, then I'm off to the next thing. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't until I had a, a good friend, I'm not going to mention his name, but I had a good friend and his wife come over and, and say and talk about it. And that was, and, and, ta- and put it in terms where I could relate to family members and put it, well, that was my brother and my sister and my cousins and blah, blah, blah. And they had to, and they walked into Poland and, and the men in, in the family couldn't cross the border because they were fighting these. They've kept them back. And that, that it just, you know, and separating six, seven-year-old kids from their, from their families. And I was like, okay, well, how would that look if I was separated from my own son at five years old? And it was just the emotions yeah. were like, it got yeah. me. Then it got me there to thinking, man, these are people, this could easily be right here in this country yeah. happening to us. And yeah. if it was, you know, that would yeah. be a tough deal. And so it is. And, and what, what this, I think, has done for a lot of us is, is okay, hey, we see this happening over here, but it really like every human, like the selfishness, I mean, not, not in a bad sense, right? As you put it in, okay, how does this affect my world, mm-hmm. right? And you think, okay, what happens if this comes here? I was on a call with a client uh, from Canada, mm. um, and they were talking about how worried they are, right? They're going through their own stuff right now. They're going through a, mm-hmm. bunch, of, a bunch of issues up in Canada, and there's a bunch of protests and riots, and, um, and they're going through that, but... The connection from Canada to Russia over the North Pole is there's ways that Russia can literally get direct access to the Northern Territories of Canada, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's, they're seriously worried and they were talking and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like then that's just, yeah, right there. The other side of us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in real life for, for in my household is, is my kids asked like, okay, well, what does this mean? Like what happens if in my, this is my 10 year old who gets it a little bit more is what happens if it comes here? And then, and I said, well, sweetheart, I mean, then daddy goes to serve our country Mm -hmm. and, and there's, and there's a call for, for, you know, brave men to step up and, and Mm -hmm. protect our families and and all that. And that, and I just kind of loosely said it and, and my wife, I was gone um, that next night and my wife was doing bedtime with the kids and like the kids were like literally in tears and my wife was too. Just the idea of running through this scenario of mm-hmm. what if it does come here, right? right. Who knows? And, and it's hard and we can talk, I want to talk more about this later, but it's hard to cipher through what's being released, what's going to happen, yeah. you know, talking about, okay, <laughs> yeah. China, if they're going to do the same thing to Taiwan or, you know, are, is, is Russia going to continue to expand? Is this all a big ploy to attack the United States? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all these conspiracy theories, but reality is, is what happens if it does? Yeah. How does that affect our lives? And I think every one of us in some scenario has ran through that in our mind. Yeah. And it's, it's very real. Like in our lifetime, right? We've had, we've had conflict in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I guess you probably, you caught... So Vietnam, when Vietnam, I was, yeah, I was missed, saying, you got Vietnam. My uncles, my family was in Vietnam. Right, so you're seeing jump. a draft, like yeah. a real-life draft. Right. <coughs> so I missed that. I was too young to understand what was going on. I was a year so you old. you don't remember I Vietnam don't remember. I just know my, my uncle served. Yeah. Father served. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I didn't catch that end of it. But, like, you're, you're right. Like, there's, there was a draft back when, back yeah. then. And could you, I mean, if you're imagining those type of things happening, like, again, the perspective goes back to, well, I got, you know, two younger sons, one's 21, one's 27. Right. Like, they're going to be fighting. Yeah. They, they would be fighting. Yeah. Uh, I got a five-year-old that I would be separated from. Like, there's so, it just saddens you because this is real life and we're not, 
we're not we're not there and privy to what those experiences are. We're yeah. sitting here and we're kind of numb to what's going on because we're watching it from afar and right. it, it just saddens you. Yeah, I remember last week when it when it all went down, sitting there, they're thinking how weird it is. This is happening on the other side of the world, and I'm mm-hmm. sitting here doing a market survey yeah. for a project that we're working. On. Like we're just going about our day, like nothing's mm-hmm. going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, and so the thought I kept having was, it's so interesting how we have the ability to compartmentalize these things mm-hmm. because it doesn't directly affect me yet. I'm able to set it aside in this bucket, as as selfish as that sounds in my head. I'm able to set this what's going on on the other side of the world aside and still get the things done that affect yeah, yeah. my day to day life. Yeah, and think right is fifty years ago maybe a little bit more than that um, is you would have to wait for that to happen. Uh Then you would have to wait for media to either get there to report on it Mm -hmm. or media there to then report it, send it out, you know, Eastern to, to Western Europe. Right. And then get to the United States and then be printed in a paper days after it happened. Right. Uh Yeah. And that's the other thing is how much of this we're seeing it real time. Right. So it's like, like you said, it's like, all right, like I hear it and like I think about it, but then it's like, all right, now I'm going to put it away and I'm going to get done when I need to get done is because we just have so much access to information mm-hmm. all the time. So why is it such, why is this moment right now so different than I when, we invited, invited, <laughs> but when we invaded Iraq Yeah. or, you know, when, you know, with, with all that, with all that going on or Syria, I mean, why is this one different? Because our yeah. soldiers fought. We've interviewed so many guys on this show yeah. that served yeah. and were spent time in Iraq. Why, is, this one di- is this different? I was going to ask you that because this is the first one I really remember truly being aware of. Now, obviously, yeah. I knew about 9-11, yeah, but I was in middle school. Like an, a, yeah. They and so call I don't it an remember act of a lot. terror. That wasn't yeah. like an actual invasion, invasion. where like right. military right. forces are are pushing into another country. Now again, I think we're I think we're numb to the Middle East just because there's been conflict there for so long, mm. right? You know, you've got you know you got one tribe coming and trying to take over another tribe, and they're just this back and forth constantly. So we're a little bit numb there because that's constantly happening. But if you're Thinking, yeah, I mean, it's been since from an actual invasion, yeah. right? We haven't seen anything like this since World War II. So that's why it's such a big deal, like an all-out invasion. Here's the difference. I think what's the difference between Syria and Iraq and all that is, is we look at it like the good guys are going in to protect everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Did the Iraqis think that? No. And that's what I'm saying to you. The Iraqis probably thought like, no. Yes. These, the evil guys are coming in to And it wasn't just the Iraqis. There were other countries who would say the same thing. Well, look, you guys were, U.S. was invading Uh another country. Yeah. Period. Iraq, right? And and you had China, of course, and Russia, and everybody were like, why are you doing this? And now it's just the opposite. It's flipped. Russia is invading another country. We're on the outside looking and going, huh? What the heck? But, this, but at the same time, there's still lives that are being affected yeah. in, in both situations. But why is it different? This, one, this one's different for yeah. some reason. It's when the perceived bad guy yeah. is, That's is exactly what it is. Is, yep. is moving forward. Yes. Right? And you don't know when he's going to stop. Yeah. Or is this going to be? And it's the, probably because it's the first time we f- are starting to feel threatened and on our own soil, yeah. that well, something could could catapult this to an well, all-out. Well, think about world. it. We've been talking about it for years. Like, okay, China positioning themselves yeah. against the United States, right? Whether it's economically, um, you know, whether it's tech, tech, technology, whether it's manufacturing, mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? They they have so much leverage on the United States, and they've been doing so for years. Well, now there's the you know, the thought process, I, I wouldn't say theory, right? That Russia and China are working together. Mm-hmm. That is either the second and third most powerful countries in the world mm-hmm. or the first and third most mm-hmm. powerful country in the world, right. right? Teaming up. Well, I don't know how accurate, meaning when you say powerful, what do you mean by that? I think from a, from a military 
Because the Russian economy is not good at all. Not now. Which is why they're... No, you're right. Is, they're getting right. hammered right now with these sanctions right. and things like that. But from a military from a military That's perspective... Here. Yeah, from a nuclear arsenal perspective, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Right? From a, th- from a threat. When I say powerful, if someone was going to invade, right, who are, the, who are the three countries that you'd say, one, yeah. two, three? You'd say United States, China, and Russia. Yeah. What other countries really would you say, I'm terrified of yeah, that's true yeah that's yeah. true they have the capabilities they have the capabilities yeah. of yeah so so that's what i my mind turns to okay yeah russia uh but if russia and china become really strong allies now there's going to be a lot of death associated with that mm. and they and they combat and now we're talking about world war three now we're talking about scary things and that's where that's where i think but to your point ben is like you know, there's the threat of World War Three, but I got to finish going through this letter of intent, mm-hmm. and I got to yeah, go to my so kids. Strange. I got to go to my Hell kids' yeah. soccer game, and I got to go to my. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, how do we do that? Like, how do we, how do we as people like? Because I think that there's a healthy way to manage it. Because I think that there's some people probably in the United States that are going out buying ammo, buying food, stocking yeah. up. I mean, there's people that now this is debilitating them because this is all that they're thinking about. Yeah. And I don't think that that's healthy. Yeah. But at the same time, how do we how do we acknowledge it in a way that's actually productive? Yeah. And I, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the weird part to yeah. me is why do people some people react that way? Uh-huh. And others like us, yeah, we're concerned, but Yeah. We're still going about our day like really nothing's going, or at least that's how I'm mm-hmm. going about my yeah. day. Yeah, my actions are showing there's really nothing going on at yeah. the moment because yeah. nothing's personally touched me yet. Yeah, with yeah. this. Yeah. Now again, I feel so selfish when I say that, and I actually tried to look this up. I, I thought there was a term for this, like you, you don't have you physically and mentally don't have the ability to care about everything mm-hmm. and care about every atrocity going on. You just can't. You literally can't do it. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. if you had the ability, you would be debilitated. Well, oh. you, there would be no, you'd be you put paralyzed in, yeah. with anxiety. Well, and, yeah. and hence, hence our world right now, right? With Facebook probably kicked it off when you know everything about everybody, right? You know every tragedy, you know every time somebody's sick, you know every time. You know, somebody's lost someone, you know, every time someone lost a job, you know, every time something within your community and extended community has happened. And why do you think that people are full of anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. You hear all the negative things and you feel connected to it because I'm friends with you, right? right. And, I'm, and I'm following you and I feel like I'm, I have a deeper connection than just reading it on the news. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, I, and I'll say this, like, and, and I love my mom, but like, one of the things that, that I have to, I, I literally have to say is, hey, listen, like you can't let that affect you and ruin your week because yeah. somebody that she's met maybe once in person will get sick and she's devastated. And I love that my mom feels, and my mom feels really hard for people and is like extremely empathetic, but it'll like ruin her for a day or two. And yeah. she's like so sad about it. It's like, okay. Why do you think that we struggle with anxiety? Why do you think we struggle with stress? Is because us being as humans are designed to live within a tribe of 100 to 150 people, right? That's how we operate. Now when our tribe is hundreds of thousands and millions that we feel connected to in some way or another, now we're soaking all of that negativity and all those hard times in. And that's just overloading. It's a capacity deal. Like there's a term like there's only so much capacity you really have to care. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like you can get sad about things. Uh You can care about things. But what are you actually doing about it Uh is what holds more weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I get sad about what's going on in Ukraine, but what am I really doing about it? Yeah. Am I I donating? Am I, you know, so what I guess that's what keeps spinning around in my head is what what we choose to act on like yeah i think i think a lot of it is that what what we what we choose to act on are things that we're familiar with right, right. so you know growing up in the inner city like i have i have an affection for because i grew up in the inner city and i saw the plight and i saw the damage that crack cocaine and drugs and how bad the education was like i have this affinity to 
I need to help. I need to serve. I need to give back. And it was today, I told you today, I was with one of our uh, old guests, Randy Bowman, uh, with his group called At Last. Um, and they're in the inner city. And I just, he was telling a story about the kids that were in his program today. And I, could, I felt like I was sitting right next to those kids. Like I put myself in, in his shoes because of the experience that I had. Mm-hmm. It was, I felt it. it was like a part of me. I'm a part of that fabric, right? That, and that was a feeling of, oh, my God, now I need to go do something. I need to, all right, I need to you know, today I, I basically got online and donated to, to at last because I just feel something there. How much right. did you donate? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. But in that. <laughs> you would point blank me, wouldn't you? <laughs> but in that scenario, it, it, another fascinating thought is, you know, all these all these, um, it's not. Pro- I guess it's protests. All these people yeah. get together for the UK, Ukraine, Russia. You know, all over yeah. the country, all over the world. Uh-huh. And yet, daily, we're not putting protests and things together for inner city youth who are yeah. struggling every single. So why do we do that too? I wonder. Why do we these big events? We all come together and band together, but for everyday day things like a 12 year old in the inner city struggling to eat. Yeah. We're not banding together for that. You yeah. care about it. Cause that's where you come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the majority of us don't. Yeah. yeah. And my theory, my theory is that we have access to so much. We think that, Oh, I'm going to give a little here. I'm going to give a little here, a little here, a little here. The problem is, is you're never going to make any impact just scratching the surface no. in a bunch of different areas. Mm, right. right. And that's the, that's the culture we are. Hey, we get invited to this fundraiser. All right. I'm going to give $500 yeah. at this dinner. Right. And then I go to this and then I go to, and I give a little bit here. I give a little bit there and you're not actually gaining any ground. Cause you're not, you're literally just, just one swing of a, one swing with this one, dig with the shovel and then you move on and then you move on and you move on. So there's no impact that's actually being made Mm -hmm. is because we're not focusing our efforts on, on one cause or, or even two causes that are important to your heart. You're just doing it because you think you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. It's an attention Mm -hmm. issue, right? To that point. So Ukraine, Russia goes down. That's dominated the media. Yeah. When's the last time you read a report on COVID or on Canada? Weird. Yeah. We're just so we're like squirrel we're like dogs yeah. chasing squirrels. Yeah. yeah. Whatever the latest thing is, yeah. that's what we're after. And we don't sink into something long enough to yeah. really make to your point. Yeah. I'm gonna give a little bit here, I'm gonna give a little bit there, I'm gonna spend a little bit of time here, but never enough to truly make an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just imagine like an education system like that. Right? Imagine going to college and saying, Hey, we're just gonna give you just a general education. Uh, you're gonna go to math class one day. You're gonna go to literature class one day. Wait, is this, to- is this my college syllabus? <laughs> <laughs> are you are, are you, you giving the highlights of my college <laughs> career? <laughs> but what I'm saying is though, what are you ever gonna be good at if you're just focusing on it? And and we're gonna talk about this in another episode. But what it takes to really like gain character and wisdom is it's a long and enduring journey. Mm-hmm. It's not overnight. No. So if you're if you're yeah. talking about making an impact, it's not, hey, Thanksgiving, I'm just handing out some meals and I might see you next year. I might find something better. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and that's great. And I'm not saying don't go volunteer. What I'm saying though is find something that you're passionate about and you can be hyper-focused on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, for yeah. you, Tyler, it's the, the human sex trafficking. I mean, that's going on literally in our backyard in Dallas. Yeah. And most of us have no clue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking like and that's going on every day. In just the state of Texas, almost 500,000 women and children are being trafficked yeah. in how, the state of Texas. How is it possible that that's going on and none of us care about it? You do because you've yeah. taken an interest in yeah. it mm-hmm. and you've chosen that. This but is the avenue here, I'm going to go and I'm going to here's, here's the problem, though, is that there are people that care about it. And there are people that are fighting it every day. And there are people that are making a difference. And we're lucky enough to live in a state that the governor has recognized that and put into legislation because people have brought it to the forefront and they're actually doing things. Law enforcement is being now funded for that. So there are things that are getting done because a select few people are hyper-focused on it. And we're making progress in that. And it's the awareness aspect of it. But like, it, it doesn't change... If, if all these people that are hyper-focused on it, it would, nothing would happen, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, oh, I'm going to spend an hour a month doing some volunteer work on sex trafficking, and that's it? 
Like no progress is yeah. being made. That's like right. saying I'm going to go to the gym once a month and I'm going to be shredded. Yeah. Exactly. You're yeah. not really getting – there's good yeah. coming out of that. Yeah. So I guess my question is to you both is – how do we get that level of a commitment from enough people to truly make? Well, a that's change? on everybody. Well, it depends right? on the. It depends on whatever. Right. You know. So, what about. speaks yeah. to you? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Tyler, it is. for you, it's human sex trafficking. Right. Darren, for you, it's the inner city. For right. me, because of my personal experience, it's mission work. Right. That speaks to me. And nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. No. There's. Nothing I, wrong I guess with that. the the bleeding heart says, "Well, there's so many issues, and yeah. I've got to care about all these." I think the point probably is find something yeah. and go attack that. Well, here's yeah. the deal. It doesn't have to be a nonprofit. It doesn't have right. to be, it doesn't have to be like some charity that's, that's, you know, American Heart Association and all these things are doing great things. Hey, be passionate about pouring into your kids. Yeah. Be passionate about being a coach somewhere and influencing yeah. somebody. Yeah. Be passionate about like tutoring at your kid's school. I mean, be passionate about something that is doing good for someone else and not yourself. Yeah, we've made it very easy, and I'm more guilty than anybody you know. We've made it very easy to live in the smallest possible. I, I To get my job done yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis, to eat, to feed my family, I literally would not have to talk to another soul yeah. mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis if I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fitting for I you. could get it done very fitting for very you. easily yeah. that fits my personality yes it does <laughs> yes but just think about but that's that. the problem right yeah it's so easy for me to get lost in my yeah. bubble and yeah. never affect anybody else I'm a, I'm a firm believer man you have doers that are in this world man and you have those that are, don't give a damn yeah. really I mean there's seriously there are people that who are just do yeah. and give I, I remember just he doesn't remember probably remember this but I remember hearing the story about Tyler that People were out of town or something happened. You had to build a, basically a playground for, oh, yeah. for, for the school was, or a nursery was, uh, or. No, no, it was Brian's house. Brian's was, house. Takes in disabled kids for. Yeah. Pop, yeah I, for, I mean, basically you went out and you dug the ditch or whatever you did, helped them fill up, fill yeah. up this. I mean, but it was, it's like work that you did on a weekend by yourself. Like there are people that will, that are doers. And then there are people that. Flat out, it's just who they are. They will not lift a freaking hand, whether it be a pen to sign a check or a dollar or serve time. It's just not in them. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not in them. So, I, and, they, and you know what? I can't even say shame on them because in life, and I'll say another thing, man. I got I got this on my burning on my heart today, man. We we were when I was on this panel with uh, Randy Bowman. Some of us are called for greatness. Some of us are called to greatness. Like to do shit that other people just won't do. Like it's a calling, man, and God burns it in you to say, "Okay, it is this. Is, I have this for you, son. You go do this, and you fuck you have that dog, and you step up and do it." But then there's others in this world that just don't. They just it doesn't call. It's not burning in them. They don't have it. It's just not there, and that's why you see people, and you see all these haters hating on people that are, you know are very successful and they do things they're, they're doers yeah and we hate on those same freaking people oh they don't give enough or they don't do this they're doing something they're, though they're employing people they're doing things yeah. to change society and that's not everybody man that is not everybody and i just want to put it out there because that's it's it's the reality uh, we're not all built the same uh, yeah yeah the book i'm reading right now give giver there's he he breaks it down to givers and takers that's right yeah there's people that give, and that's what's what I think about whenever I think of you two and so many other people. And there's takers that are constantly just want consuming yes. as opposed to contributing. Yes. And it's, I, I don't know. It, I guess the main theme is, like I said, it's so weird to me how we can care about one thing that yeah. truly affects us. Yeah. And then we're able to sweep everything else under yeah. the rug. Yeah. But I think, look, there's, I think there's a, an emotional maturity. To, the point that you just said, that the givers and the takers. There's, there's an emotional maturity that comes with that because a, a taker is just someone that just isn't emotionally, has not emotionally evolved. It's somebody that, like, here's an example. Like, you go to church and you switch churches all the time because, like, oh, I'm just not being fed. I'm not, yeah. this pastor's not oh, good. Man. The worship Dude. music isn't good. <laughs> I don't like it. And then you bounce around to churches because they're not giving to you. They're not the people that recognize, like, hey, like, 
the growth comes when I'm going to serve in the in the preschool yeah. class. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm leading a little small group. I'm yeah. doing this, right? And that's just the church scenario, but it's the same thing in your job, right? It's the people that ask for stuff, that yeah. ask, 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 ask. Bitch, bitch, and, bitch, and bitch, th- bitch. And exactly, yeah. right? It's a it's a simple-mindedness that just thinks that like I'm just going to take 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 and it's it's somebody that like walks out to the garden and picks up all the fruit and never tends it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's a maturity that comes with maturity that comes with experience. And that comes with someone that's like gone through tough times and been at the bottom. We just have so many people in this time mm-hmm. that haven't had to do much and have had a pretty good life. Yeah. yeah. And they haven't been challenged and they haven't been humbled and they haven't been forced to grow up. And and I just look, if 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 you feel like you're being attacked right now. If you feel like hey, that's not true, or if you think that, oh no, that's somebody else, it's probably, it's probably you. you. Yeah, it's probably absolutely. you. Yeah. Or you're thinking, oh, I know this person, this person. Guess what? It's all of us because all of us have some some of that take 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 in us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, what's going to serve me if I do this? What's going? We have that all in us. But here's what I'd encourage. I'd encourage whatever the scenario is, right? Whatever the circumstance, whatever the opportunity is is just see what it's like. If you don't remember the last time Mm -hmm. you did something for somebody else, see what it's like. See what it would be like to actually pour into somebody else. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about giving. And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Have you ever left an event, Darren? Now, you've been a lot of them. Maybe there have been Mm -hmm. some bad ones. But have you ever left feeling like that was... was I wish I hadn't gone to that. Yes. Yes, I have. I've been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's you okay. Just, you just crushed my point. Yeah. No, no. no. My point that, was, yeah, I guess absolutely. the point I'm trying to make is. Absolutely. It always feels good to, when you give. Yeah, yeah. it does. It There's always a sense does. Of fulfillment that's Now the there. event may suck. Right. But the, the, the act of giving. Yes. I've never once regretted yeah. giving. Right. That's true. My I mean, time, my yeah. money. I've never regretted that. Yeah. I've been to bad events, but if you're out, out, out there actively serving and you're serving from a place of good, like yeah. a place in your heart that you know it's like, I'm actually making a difference. I'll tell you what's even better is when, like, it's one thing for me to go out and serve, but it's another one I go get my wife and my kids and we all serve. Yeah. And that's different. I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave that event filled up. Yeah. And that's not just a Darren deal. It's oh. it's a it's a family deal and it's a community deal. That's when you start to feel the power. Yeah, and, and here's the thing too, is that it, you know, yeah, it's you serve at a charity or you do something like that, but like what about you and your spouse take a younger couple out yeah. and pour into them and mentor mm-hmm. and do stuff like that? Like my wife and I were just in uh Miami last week at a at a conference. Um and it was a NFL Christian conference and we leave this conference every single year just jacked up and on Mm -hmm. fire because we get to like talk with younger couples that have not yet gone through what we've already gone Mm -hmm. to and we get to have those conversations and we get to encourage and then there's a relationship on the other side of that right after after we talk and you know share our experiences and listen to them and and you know cry with them laugh with them whatever it may be and man like just a one-on-one connection can mm-hmm. be just as powerful as going and, mm-hmm. you know, putting bark, filling up an entire park with mm-hmm. bark right. on a Friday night by yourself. Like, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? So it's, it's whatever opportunity you have. And, and, and I want to go back to uh, this Ukraine situation. It's like, well, what can we do? Right? You kind of feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Like, what, Ben, what can you do right now? I can't. I can't fly over there with a with an AR and yeah. And, I've and seen go I've seen some Russians. I've seen some websites that of air, places you can give money to. I guess that's what you can do. But right. your to your overall point, the yeah, challenge, you feel helpless. Yeah, the like, challenge is is there the nonprofit is is a the nonprofit sector is a sector that has been um, um, where you're going bastardized. Yeah, it's yep. been taken advantage of, and it's been. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's well, bad it's like because there's so many out there. So what I would, what I would say is immediately, and I posted this on my, on my story, um, on Instagram, Benjamin Watson posted something and it's like, okay, this Ukraine, this Ukraine situation right now, what can we do? Kids are asking questions. They're hearing about it. Mm-hmm. One thing that he said is, is lean into it. There's an opportunity to do something 
when you feel like you can do nothing is have this conversation with your kids. Talk about justice, mm. right? Talk about what justice looks like in our lives here in the United States, in our communities. What does that look like? What does forgiveness look like? What does faith look like? What does, there's all these topics that come out of this that we can then lean into our kids, have a very honest conversation with them. And obviously it's gotta be age appropriate, but have a conversation with your kids, make an impact there first. Like it's a terrible situation over there and we really do feel helpless and you got to kind of let the dust settle on saying, okay, hey, where is my money going to go the furthest and who's doing the best things with my money right. before you give, but do something here first, Yeah. yeah. right? Use that scenario. <laughs> and one thing that I've looked at this Ukraine situation is, man, like the, the issues that we have here are so trivial. That's exactly what I was about to say, man. It's so true. Right? We're yeah. worried about resets yeah. perspective yeah. for sure. We're worried about political sides and who's saying what and wearing a mask or not wearing a mask and and you know, we're worried about, you know, in Texas the big thing right now is is um is trans kids and yeah. you know, with you know, parents if, if being abused or not abused if you let your kid have yeah. have a cert I mean there's all these issues, right, that we're like, that's that's, That's nothing. Yeah. When you have tanks running over cars on the freeway with pedestrians inside of it, like, yeah. what bathroom you go into is not, it's not real important. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I and like I'm not saying that those topics no, are not important not saying, to certain yeah. people. But let's let's put it in perspective. Like well, that, what are we all bitching over? Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the point, because to the people that that are personally affected by the transgender thing, yeah. that is everything to them. It is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's very important to them. Uh, right, yes. it is very. Yeah. And, and I, no, I'm with yeah. you. I'm totally with yeah. you. Our perspective is, hey, there's people literally dying yeah. on mm -hmm. the other side of the world. That's probably more important. But yeah. but I'm talking I'm talking to the you and me people, the people that get worked up on social media because we see this, and then you get in the comment section, and it doesn't affect us. Right. It, it does not have a direct impact. But what we're doing is we're throwing fuel on the hate you're fire, wasting your damn time, and wasting your time. Yeah, yeah. So let's have some perspective. Look, if if these issues are important to you, just like I said, dive in. Yeah. Make an impact. Yep. Make a change. Yeah. Whatever it is that's important to you. But if it's not important to you, we just waste so much of our time getting in the comments, arguing yeah. with people, and zero solutions come from it. Yeah. It's the it's the whole activity versus productivity discussion. Yeah. In this scenario, it's to your point. Activity is jumping in there in the comment section. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Productivity is diving in, getting involved, showing up, giving your money. And that's what I hope when I'm speaking to myself uh -huh. and the people listen, that's what I hope that people get out of this episode is yeah. find something. I know you can't care about everything. Yeah. 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 But just like Darren is connected with the inner city, find something. Yeah. Yeah. And dive head first. Do you, and get want, involved. Do you yeah. want to make an impact or do you want to make an impression? Do you really want to make an impact? I mean, think of, think of the definition, right? An impact. Think of a bomb dropping in, an impact on the ground. you got a big crater. An impression is you putting your hand on a pillow, on like a Tempur-Pedic pillow, and, it goes and away. you see, and, you, and it goes away. It's away, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you worried about making an impression on social media that's going to make zero impact? Yeah. Or you can actually go do something about it? Yeah. you got to be disruptive, man. If you're going to do something, be disruptive with it. And, you know, again, look, Ukraine is going on right now, but there's so many other genocides that are going around in Africa and around the world, man. It's yeah. just, it's, it's happening. And I, I think one of the things you said, Tyler, is that it's, it's a learning lesson, right? It, it, this is a time where we can teach, we can learn something about our world uh -huh. individually, but we can also teach our kids and, you know, of what's going on, well, of the good and bad that goes on in the world. And we should, you know, if they're appropriate days, we should have those discussions yeah. with our kids. So it is at this moment in our life, yes, we're here in the States, but we can use these as teaching moments to give to our own children. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Hey, look, it's, it's scary times right now. It's confusing times. Um, it's, it's confusing because we don't know what's true, what's not true. That's there's the a lot thing. of, there's yeah. a lot of like propaganda yeah. out mm -hmm. there. There's, a, there's mm -hmm. you don't know what media source to trust because I mean, I've seen pictures that it's like, the funniest, the funniest pictures. It's like these stage dudes with guns. Well, did you see? Did you see the t the Miss 
the Miss Ukraine. Did y'all see that picture? No. No. They have Miss Ukraine sitting there with a gun, combat gear, everything, and they yeah. were passing around like she's on the front lines. It yeah. was an airsoft gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally oh, wow. staged. Well, there's Steven Seagal is apparently fighting. <laughs> Steven Seagal for, is for the Russian fighting. army, too, yeah. by the way. In, Al- in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the like, Malibu sign. It's, it's Hollywood like, sign in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Look, in all tragedy, in all tragedy, there is going to be people that are trying to monetize that oh, and absolutely. take advantage of yeah, it. Absolutely. So just, just be very careful what you consume. Be very careful with what you hold as, as truth and gospel. Um, I, I would just I would go, do I your best go. to filter through it. <laughs> but go. hey, look, how old is Steven Seagal? <laughs> how old is he, man? Oh, he's got to be at least mid sixties, man. <laughs> no, he's older than that. Well, no, he's got to be sixties. A more and like a more serious note. Yeah. You know, we're joking. And it's more serious kill, note, there's pictures going around of like a father saying bye to his kids. Yeah. and apparently this is old. These are old pictures from. Way back when, See, they aren't. They're not even yeah. today. They yeah. weren't even taken mm. in the last week, and so yeah. that's the other. It's you're like you're like trying to sift through the bullshit, and it's yeah. like you want to care. I, I, I saw that video, the one getting on the bus, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this right. is real. Yeah, but and you know I'm what? Like, let, me, let me say this, man. And the, bu- and the bus drives off to like it's in yeah, it's, but it's you know what? Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> but, but at the same Scott time, like, <laughs> Scottsdale bus line. <laughs> in our heart, we know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And we the do, like, there's yeah. people who have agendas and they're going to put things on in the internet and you're right, might be outdated or whatnot, but we all know there's a cause and there's yeah. a good, there's some good and bad here. Yeah. You know, and I think that's outlined yeah. in, in the situation of how, you know, Russia has invaded a sovereign country. Yeah. It's not good. And, and kids are dying. And kids yeah. are dying. Innocent they, people they, are dying. That's right. Yeah. So we know what's good and bad. Yeah. 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 But just listen, do what you can do. Yeah. Focus in your home first. And then work outward from there. Yeah. Go to your community. Yeah. Do things that actually make an impact. So. How, how do you guys, not to belabor, keep belaboring, but how do you guys keep from getting overwhelmed in a scenario like this? Uh, like, take, I, like, look, I like that action point, Tyler, of, you know, have these conversations with the kids, but how do you yeah. keep from getting sucked into the. Yeah. yeah you know what? I think we're probably experienced as a nation. We're well, all the political shit that we've gone through over the last eight years or so. Yeah. We're pretty experienced about, you know, the, the you know, what you feel like is a, a, a newsworthy source yeah. and what you're not. I think we, I think those that are kind of educated are like, okay, you know, I know I can't really believe this source, but I can't believe this. But at the same time, don't overwhelm yourself with things you can't control well, there are that, certain things let me rephrase my question not the bs but how do you keep from getting inundated with all the problems right i got so own, many problems look, i have my own problem i think this is how we all I, i'll tell you how i look at it i have my own set of concerns every single day oh. every single they're already outlined every single day it's family it's my own work bit my business stuff it's my community service it's whatever it is that surrounds me in my my world in my bubble that i live in i got to deal with those things yeah. on a day-to-day basis i can't be the hero to everyone else mm. outside yeah. of my own scope yeah. take care of what's right in front of you what's right in front of you right now uh-huh. are your is your wife your kids your work or whatever, take care of that and then be the best person you can be and maybe go, go out. Yeah. And I think, I think man, it, it's perspective and, and you hit it on the head, right? You can't be God. Yeah. You can't, you yeah. can't fix everything. You can't, we don't have that power. And in, in my, in my scenario, man, is I do serve a God that does know everything. That's right. And that does know what's going on and can make an impact. Right. And in times like this and, you know, pray for Ukraine, and, and, and I love that. But here's the deal. It's like, yes, pray for them, but here's the reality is we're going to move on from it next week. That's right. Right? But I believe that there's a God that cares for every single one of those people there on both sides. That's right. And, yeah. and he is ultimately in control, and I don't have to be. And so that's not going to bog me down because I can't control what's happening over there. But I, what I can do is I can't make an impact inside my house and inside my sphere of influence. That's right. How about you? You asked the question. I'm just going to copy and paste what y'all said. (laughs) He's just going to share your story (laughs) to my story. (laughs) No, I really do like what you said though, Tyler, starting in the home with my kids, with my two boys. Because that, that's another thing that overwhelms me is their generation coming up. Sure. Mm. And what, what, what is their life going to look like when they're 
20, 25, 30. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 And part and part of that is up to me, but it's overwhelming because my kids, I'm going to raise my kids in the way that I'm going to raise them and in my opinion in an impactful way, mm-hmm. but that's my goal. And unless something crazy happens, I don't think they're going to be complete shitheads. I don't think they're going to go off the rails and mm-hmm. just, you know, become mass murderers. Mm-hmm. But it's like is that enough to just raise my boys? in that way hey, maybe is that really going to even make an oh, impact because yeah, they were going to yes. be raised normal anyway yeah uh-huh. so how do we get a but hold of the deal, kids though, that is, weren't going to be normal is you do that but i mean in your scenario is you impact people outside of just your house all the time yeah. right and your parents raised you in a way that impacted people positively i mean look, look what you're doing right now yeah like however many tens of people that are listening right now <laughs> however many six people are listening right now <laughs> So your mom, your mom, my mom. How many three people are listening right now? The problem is the people that are listening already know us. So. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's the thing is is you're impacting those people. And just think about with your boys and those people, hopefully you can make enough of them an impact that they impact people. No, Same thing with point. your boys. So mm-hmm. start there, right? And it's a chain reaction from there. Yeah. So like you said, yeah. you can create a life sucker in the community or you can create a life giver in the community. It's your yeah. choice. Yeah. It's so on you, bro. All what right. we always go back to? It starts with you. Starts with you. Starts with you. Yep. Uh, I hate, I hate you. that that's the truth. I came into this yeah. podcast two years ago. What, Remember how, how mad we were? It was like, dude, it's not good to be selfish. What are you talking I was, about? I was hell-bent on proving you wrong. Yeah. I know you were. And not only have I not proved you wrong. He kind of twisted that selfish <laughs> term a little bit, though, and made it like, you, the generalized term of being selfish is not good, but you twisted it yeah. in a way where it was like, all right, Darren, that's starting to make a little <laughs> yeah. bit of sense. Uh, How you explained turn, it. Turns out you've lived some life. I lived yeah. some life. I'm an old man. Turns bro. out you got some wisdom. Yeah. So. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Speaking uh, of life giving. Yeah. And giving. Yeah. The way that you can give to us is by sharing these episodes. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Text it to a buddy. Put it on your Instagram. We're on Apple Podcast app. We're on Spotify, all podcast platforms. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're on Instagram, one.shot.pod. Sharing the show is the best way that you can help us out. Yeah. And a lot of you guys do it, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, keep doing that, because that's how this show grows. That's how we, to your point, Ty, that's how we influence more people. That's right. Our sphere of influence grows yeah. by the people that listen to this podcast, going out in your community, yeah. and doing these things that we talked about. Dan, here's the deal. is is you know The show's called The One Shot. And for those of you that have just joined, it's, it's about taking advantage of this one opportunity we have at life and doing something that you were created to do. Uh, so look, if for us, we feel like this is part of our journey, and if this has made an impact on you, share. Please share with other people. Bring it up in conversation. Um, and if it hasn't, then don't. If, it, if you're just like, these dudes are a bunch of idiots, then don't share, and that's fine. But if it has impacted you, yes. if you feel like, hey, I think this is this would be good to to share with a buddy or a coworker or a family member, then then please share, because we are really trying to be a beacon of light. And I say beacon, that's a really strong word, but a light in a very dark world right now. And we just need more positive energy and encouragement, and that's what we're trying to be. Sometimes we miss the mark a little bit, but we're trying our best. <laughs> preach, preach, y'all. Word. One shot. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate it.